George W. Bush had the right instincts, but the wrong methods. He identified the right path, but stumbled when he tried to walk it. Yet we conservatives and Republicans must face some truths about ourselves as well. In important ways, Bush saw more clearly than we. He recognized that the conservatism of the 1980s and 1990s had exhausted itself. After the triumph of 1994, we lost the battle over the government shutdown in 1995. Running as a Reagan conservative, Bob Dole lost the presidential election of 1996. In the court of public opinion, we lost the impeachment fight. We lost the congressional elections of 1998, the first time since 1822 that a non-presidential party had failed to gain seats in the sixth year of a presidential term. Bush had won the biggest Republican victory of that otherwise frustrating year. He was re-elected governor of Texas in 1998 by the highest margin of any re-elected governor in the country, almost 70% of the vote, due in large measure to his breakthrough success among women and minorities. Republicans turned to George Bush because he seemed to offer an escape from a dead end into which we had steered ourselves. Had we nominated a Reagan-style conservative in 2000, we would certainly have lost again. Bill Clinton left office tainted by scandal, but protected by a 65% end-of-presidency approval rating, higher than Reagan's, higher than Eisenhower's. The 2000 election could easily have proven itself a 1988 in reverse. Al Gore could have won a third Clinton term just as George H.W. Bush won a third Reagan term. If the Republicans had nominated a principled, small-government conservative in 2000, Gore surely would have won that third term. Instead, it was George W. Bush who cunningly presented himself as Clinton's true heir. Like Clinton, Bush vowed to protect Medicare and Medicaid from all proposals to retrench or reform them. Like Clinton, Bush claimed a record as an education governor. Like Clinton, Bush promised a small tax cut only after he had met all his spending priorities. Like Clinton, Bush deftly maneuvered his opponents away from the political center. By Election Day 2000, it was Gore who was running as the candidate of change. The people versus the powerful. It was George W. Bush who was promising to continue the Clinton prosperity without the Clinton scandals. Bush often told aides that his top political priority was to change the party, that is, to move it away from the Reagan-style conservatism of the 1980s toward a new, softer centrism. His party, however, believed that he was leading the nation back toward Reagan-style conservatism. This obvious contradiction placed Bush in a terrible bind from the very start. His failure to win the popular vote mandate in November 2000 tightened the bind. Bush sought to escape his dilemma through a careful balancing of policies, sometimes leaning left, sometimes right, again mimicking the Clinton model. Triangulation worked for Clinton because he ceased, after 1994, to try to do anything big. Clinton ran his presidency in survival mode, avoiding risks, minimizing his political vulnerabilities. Bush, however, hated small ball. He took big risks, but he took those risks for the sake of policies radically at odds with one another. In the war on terror, Bush triangulated between promoting democracy to defeat Islamism 
and supporting authoritarian allies against Islamism. He sought to defeat radical Islam with the support of radical Islam's principal backers, the Saudi monarchy and the Pakistani military. He ended up running two contradictory foreign policies and, unsurprisingly, both ended badly. At home, Bush triangulated between radical free market reforms in Social Security and Medicare on the one hand, and a huge expansion in government's grip on prescription drugs, farming, and energy on the other. He cut taxes and increased spending. He sought to protect the nation from foreign terrorists while propping open the doors to huge new waves of foreign immigration. Unsurprisingly, these contradictory policies ended badly too. Presidential reputations fluctuate over time. Harry Truman left office reviled as a cheap, small-time huckster, a man of intemperate...